You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do we need to move? Eventually. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the one constant is yeah. you always have to move. Yeah. Not, I've never sat in a chair like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's never happened. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to Oddball. Oh, that's right. That's called a pregnant pause for the people at home who did not see what happened right before we started talking right there because... I like pulling back curtains. I like showing the inner workings. I like exposed brick. I like ducks. Everything. My name's Amino Hassan. That over there is Charlotte Wilder, who is coming to you live from a James Harden, Daryl Morey press conference that you can't see other than Daryl Morey's fat cheek right there over her shoulder. We got a great show for you today. It's Wednesday, so you know what that means, folks. Word count. Word count Wednesday. I was hoping, like, the chorus of children, like, word count! But apparently they're, they're a little preoccupied over there. Uh, we also have another thrilling edition of, Charlotte, what's it called? Hype Me Up. There it is. Hype Me Up. That's right. That's the game where we are given a name or a headline or a team or whatever, and we have to give as much positive reinforcement as possible. That's coming to you later in the show. But, Charlotte... We are now in day three of Harden Armageddon. That's Harden and har- Armageddon. Har- Harmageddon, maybe? Harden Armageddon. Harden Armageddon. Harden Armageddon. Okay. It's okay. Hard Armageddon. Harden Armageddon. Not Armageddon, Harden Armageddon. All right? So Harden Armageddon is entering day three. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, according to Ramona Shelburne of ESPN, this is just phase one. He's going to make things even more uncomfortable for the Sixers if they do not trade him. And so, Charlotte, I open the floor to you. Your deeply thought analysis about the topic, James Harden versus Daryl Morey. Ding, ding, let's get it on. I think it's the funniest thing I've ever heard that he is saying he is going to escalate when the point that he started at was saying Daryl Morey is a liar and saying it in China. Like, what more can you do? I can't wait to see. I can't even imagine the depths of imagination that James Harden is going to go to 
to make things a living hell for the Sixers. Because, I mean, what we have right now is a good old-fashioned ego standoff between two guys who don't want to give up any ground. You talked about it on our show on Tuesday, and now we are just seeing it. The groundwork is laid out. This is going to be one of the messiest things we've ever seen. And I personally cannot wait. I don't know if you're excited, but I'm very excited. Yeah, it's funny because at first I thought of it like an Old West standoff, right? Like both guys standing there and the guns at the ready and like, all right, man, do you want to do this? And like, basically someone's going to pull and fire first and shoot the other one. But I feel like that is just too binary, right? Like one guy's going to lose and one guy's going to win. And I don't think that's what's happening. I think what we're seeing is a game of chicken, of, of pollo, as they say around these parts, right? One guy's driving the car, other guy's driving the car, and who's going to swerve first? That was really big in the 1950s, by the way. Kids, teens, they really didn't have much to live for, I guess, until they created things like, oh, I don't know, a life. So basically, the guy who swerves first, that's the chicken, and he lives on in shame and whatever. And the other guy, he's the big uh, enchilada or whatever. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you're so cool. The big rooster, the big rooster on campus. The big cock on campus. There you go. Oh, God. Shout out to Grady Dick. So anyways, um, <laughs> but here's the problem with the game of chicken. It is incumbent on somebody being chicken. Mm-hmm. And if no one's chicken, Charlotte, what happens? Everything implodes in a mess of feathers. You know, in those cartoons where yep. the chickens explode and it's just like feathers. Every- That's what's going to happen. I don't see any way either of these guys back down. And, you know, Joel Embiid is going to be the one who has the worst time out of all this because I feel like Harden just doesn't care at this point. And Maury, I mean, is ready to go down with the ship. So it- it's just going to be a whole lot of feathers and it's going to be a giant mess. Well, guess what? If you launch a basketball show in the middle of August, you're saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are very grateful. Keep it going, yeah, guys. And this is one of the rare times where we do get to thank people, Charlotte, because Charlotte likes to thank oh. people after segments like mm-hmm. the one that's coming next. It's hype me up. This is a game, of course, where we each read a name, a headline, and a little bit of a speculative statement. And the other person has to... Hype me up? Hype them up, Charlotte. They got to hype, hype them up. Them you don't up. have to hype yourself up. Jesus. Sorry. Only done this for seven months at this point. All right. Let's start with... Well, we'll start with the name for you. You're going to love this one. Mm-hmm. Doc Rivers. Oh, Doc Rivers. This is easy. And I'm going to say it in Doc Rivers' voice. Doc, look. Listen to me. This is great. This is great. You've got, what is it, like $12 million, $16 million, something like that coming to you in the next two years. You don't have to, you don't have to get, say goodbye to any of it. You just pocket that money, and then you do TV. You've done TV so many times before. It's so easy. It's so easy. You can't mess it up. You just sit there, and hey, Doris Burke is there. She's great. All you have to do is just, you know, let her get in there, and then you can just say, yeah, what Doris said. Do that for two years, get every dollar. Meanwhile, you're also getting paid by uh, ESPN, so you're actually double-dipping the money. Now, if for some reason you don't last two years, just remember, it's not Blake's fault. This is not Blake's fault, Doc. All right, so go ahead, get him. That voice, it starts to sound normal. 
Like when you do it long enough, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's just how I mean talk yeah. now. But yeah. it's not. It's it's Vegas. It's still in Vegas. <laughs> Actually, that's why. Because we started the show in Vegas, and that's how I really got to know you. Oh, the show is still in Vegas, by the way. I don't know. Oh, this, sorry. Right. Sorry. Is, we have is, never left Las Vegas. This is just an alternative timeline here. All right. A statement for you. This is a headline, a real headline, Charlotte. Dwight Howard admits he left the Lakers because he thought James Harden was a younger version of Kobe Bryant. Okay. <laughs> Dwight, you in trouble Okay. Now. Uh, um, Dwight, you are – people might make fun of you for this, but I think that you were just seeing the truth that maybe we are all blind to. Maybe, maybe James Harden actually is the second coming of – Kobe Bryant, and he's just playing the really, really, really long game. He's getting our expectations of him, especially in the playoffs, as low as he possibly can. And then the next team he goes to, the next five teams he goes to, he's going to wait till the end of the career and he's going to pop off and he's going to win four titles. So, you know, Dwight, I totally see how this could be your reasoning. And there's nothing at all wrong with what you thought. I'm going to think Charlotte doesn't understand the, the, the premise of the game. Diana Taurasi became the first WNBA player to notch 10,000 points. Oh, this one's easy, man. So I worked with Diana Taurasi in, in Phoenix. Uh, we won two WNBA championships. That's right, the first two in franchise history, including uh, I was the head video coordinator for the Mercury on that first one, so I cut all the film and everything like that. Still waiting on my playoff bonus, by the way, Mercury, anytime now, or, or a ring, either or, but I digress. DT, you've always been awesome. You've always been an incredible, versatile score, and here's the crazy thing. I don't think you're done yet. I think you've got another 10,000 in you. Just keep playing. You know what you need to do? Stop taking those European uh, off-seasons uh, playing over there in Europe. Just just chill, relax, start counting your Nike money, and then just focus everything on the three months of WNBA play. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. She scored 10,000 points while playing year-round with no time off. Are you kidding me? Imagine that. Like, everyone else gets an off-season to rest and relax and rehabilitate and watch film and get better at the game. She doesn't have that. She's got to keep working around the clock. So imagine how many points she would have scored in the WNBA if she didn't have to play all those long months over there in Russia and Turkey and everywhere else. She would be so refreshed, she would absolutely annihilate the league. Well, guess what, DT? That time is now. The road to 20,000 starts today. That's how you hype someone up. Just let's pay WNBA players so that they don't have to do that. Charlotte, your speculative statement is... (laughs) Rockets 21-year-old Jalen Green seen with 38-year-old Basketball Wives LA reality star Drea Michelle. Take it away. I'm sorry. Floor is yours. I'm reading Rocket 21-year-old. This is a hypothetical? This is uh, ripped from the headlines from our producer Dick Wolf. Uh... Wait, so was the wait, so was the Dwight one the, hypothetical? No, no. This isn't a hypothetical. It's a speculative statement, according to Dick Wolf, who rips things straight from the headlines for his Law and Order SVU topics here. Um I don't know who Drea Michelle is. I don't know who Drea do you know who Drea Michelle is? She's a is? reality star on Basketball Wives LA. It's right there in the card. Yeah, but I know nothing about her. Can I Google her? She's thirty eight years old. 
All right. Well, look, I'm She's a very huge pretty. look. Jalen, this is an awesome way to build up your profile. Definitely get involved with a reality star because then you're going to be talked about everywhere and you are going to be, your brand is going to skyrocket. You're going to get all sorts of endorsements. Think of the social media stuff you can do with Drea Michelle on your arm. I think, I don't know. Is she on Instagram? Who's to say? Um, this is, is great all around. Instagram? I mean, I'm all for it. <laughs> is she on Instagram? What's... <laughs> Read the last one. Uh, Here's a headline or a speculation. I don't know at this point. Grady Dick competing against Wembenyama and Scoot for Rookie of the Year. Oh, here we go. Hey, look, Dick, nobody's bigger than you, baby. Oh, my God. Just this is what you got to know. First of all, compared to Victor Wembenyama, you don't have to worry about him. There's no way he can go as hard as you can. You are the man. You got it. He, you've got a motor inside you that just won't quit. You keep going and going and going, and you're not afraid to keep pounding and pounding and pounding the rock until you get to where you hit the money shot. That's your game. And as far as Scoot, look, nobody likes someone who's too quick, right? Scoot might be a little too quick. You take your time. You make it last. And I think that you're not only going to win Rookie of the Year, you're going to go long. You're going to be a better Rookie of the Year than anyone's ever been because you've got the balls. Oh, my God. Are you done? That's how you hype someone up. No, that's how you make a lot of dick jokes. What? <laughs> I actually I hate how impressed I am that you thought of those off the, off the top of your head. Imagine if they anyway, gave us time to write uh, these. So, all right. Thank you for, no, not thank you. That was another edition of Hype Me Up. (laughs) (laughs) For the past 30 years, Care Heating and Cooling put you first. You are the reason they are open seven days a week. You are why they make it easy to schedule service at careheatingandcooling.com. Concern for your safety is why they check every gas furnace for carbon monoxide. It's because of you that their technicians are paid to fix your furnace and air conditioner, not sell you a new one. And if you do need a new furnace, their team will make sure you get exactly what you need at a cost that fits your budget. Care Heating and Cooling is committed to doing business right. Call them at 1-800-COOLING. When you need a company, you can trust. It's time for everyone's favorite game, Ordecown. Uh, Charlotte, are you ready? Yeah, it doesn't even show up when we're split screen. It has to go full screen for you to even be able to see my background. Let's go full screen. Yeah, count. see, look how ridiculous. So, it is. but I couldn't make the T go on the right. Yeah, you know what? Let's just play the game. Okay, me. all right. Uh, first question, Charlotte. Yes. Uh, remember, for everyone who doesn't like, well, it's Ordecown. How do you play it? Well, it's very simple. We ask each other questions off of these cards produced by Hollywood, and we have to answer the questions in 10 words or less. Bonus points, I guess, if you do it in less than 10 words. So, Charlotte, your first question. Where does Paul Pierce stand among Celtics greats? This is a great question because it comes off the heels of his appearance on the camera on a May show, it is what it is. And they asked him, they asked him, are you, are you the greatest Celtic of all time? And he said, no. And then they started asking him specific names. Are you better than him? Are you better than him? So Charlotte, as a daughter of the New England area, where does Paul Pierce stand amongst the Celtics greats? 
I, okay, so here, my, my uh, 10 you fingers. You already burnt five oh. words right there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Start over. <clears throat> Paul Pierce is probably maybe fourth best. Seven words. Seven words. Uh, if I gave you 10 more words to give me the names of the three guys. Actually, I don't need to give you 10 more words. There's three fingers you have left. Name the three names, last names, of the players you think are better. Russell. Uh-huh. Bird. Uh-huh. Havlicek? Oh, you're out of your mind. All right, whatever. <laughs> Paul, I got your back, man. I got, I, got, uh, I got Russell and Bird only, better than Paul. Russell and Bird only? Okay, yeah, you know fair. why? You know why? Why? Because I'm going to throw back to a conversation we had a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, maybe it was yesterday. It's the multiverse, baby. I don't know. Have a check. Whole career pre-merger. Don't count it. Russell's different. Okay. He's just great. But have a check. You can get out of here. Okay. Okay. Right. I respect that. I respect that. Paul, sorry. You can be number three. Uh, Amin, my first question for you. Who is the most underappreciated switchable defender in the league and and why? The most underappreciated? Oh, okay. All right. Um, Ooh, that's hard because all the names I'm thinking of, they're all guys. Well, actually, let me do this right there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough get, get, those, get those counting hands yeah. up. Tough question because most guys are appreciated, but Draymond Green. Underappreciated? I think he's underappreciated. I have to hear it all the time when people are like, what? He got $100 million and he got Jordan Poole traded and all that stuff. I was like, no, no, no. He didn't get $100 million uh, for nothing. And he didn't get $100 million and got Jordan Poole traded. He is the greatest defensive player we have in our league. And people seem to forget that. When it, whenever I say Draymond Green's a Hall of Famer, people like, oh, what has he done? Because they keep looking at his six points a game. But it's funny, even within that, like Ben Wallace averaged like six points a game, but no one questioned his impact defensively. But because Draymond isn't a physical Adonis like Ben Wallace was, and because Draymond, let's face it, is a bit mouthy, right? When Ben Wallace was kind of a stoic kind of oak tree of a man, Draymond gets a lot of undue criticism, and people tend to, as a result of not liking him, want to erase the things that he's legitimately all-time great at, and he is an all-time great defensive player. Underrated, Charlotte Wilder. Bang. Wow, I respect it. I respect it. All right, hit me. I'm ready for word count. All right. <laughs> my, my counting hands are up. Is This is funny because Hollywood's handwriting leaves a lot to be desired. So I thought he. this is a second straight Pierce question. I was like, what Pierce? <laughs> Pierce again? No, it's <laughs> what piece do the Lakers need most to win it all this year? What piece, Charlotte Wilder, do the Lakers need most to win it all this year? Not so much a piece as healthy and not old guys. They oh, already have. Oh, ah! Put that on the screen. Get her out of here. Oh, do the, the sound effect from, from uh, uh, was it Metal Gear Solid. Snake, snake, snake. Is this game over on it? Give me the. the, the uh, that's the, the only one. That's the first one I've lost. That's the first one I've gone give me, over. Give me the Grand Theft Auto wasted. wasted. All, all of, I want all of the graphics right now. 
terrible everywhere terrible but, yeah but they do but but lebron needs to be less old and ad needs to stay healthy what p okay what piece do you think they need what would well, your first, answer have first been? of all i'd say your answer is 50 percent right staying healthy absolutely is something you can hope for less old I mean, who amongst us can be less? Well, old? but that's what I mean. Like LeBron is the whomst amongst us who can be next. Not he less old. old like he, he could, backwards he in could, time. Yeah, he could show up next year, and we'd be like, "Oh my God, you are playing like you're 25." But and that's what needs to happen. So we'll see if it can happen. Yeah, I I don't think there's an. I mean, like what peace, Jesus Christ. I, I just don't think winning <laughs> it this year is in the books for them. Uh, your turn. Okay, your turn. I mean, my turn. Yeah. God damn it. Go. What? does it mean to be a locker room lawyer? Oh, huh. you've been going in the archives? Ah, oh, Hollywood. Doing wow, Hollywood, doing, doing a lot of research doing over here, research. I like it. Locker room lawyer, okay, all right. Locker room lawyers are smart, charismatic, and have some basketball credibility, right? Smart, charismatic, and has some basketball credibility. That's 10 words, by the way. That's how you play yep. the game. Uh, Congrats. So locker room lawyer is a term for the guy that, like, the troops follow. And sometimes he uses his powers for good. And it's like, hey, guys, we should do this. And, you know, and, and, and when they talk about policing the locker room, he's that guy. But also, when things go bad and the mutiny starts, it's usually because the locker room lawyer started it. He's like, man, Coach don't know what he's talking about. And because he is smart, he knows how to manipulate, he is charismatic, he wins people over. And then the final part, like I said, basketball credibility, you can't be a bum. Like, you could be smart and charismatic, but if, like, you never play, it's really hard. I won't say it's impossible, but it's really, really hard to be a locker room lawyer. There has to be some element of respect for your game. And most of the time, it's respect for your game right now. It's, it can't be like, well, you were great 10 years ago. It's got to be, you've got some measure of basketball credibility in the moment so who would you say is the most successful locker room lawyer right now you don't have to do it in 10 words <sighs> the oh man because you should only need two one for the first and last name <sighs> who uh, that's uh mm? jimmy butler probably Okay. But there are a lot of names. There are a lot of names there. I, I don't, I don't want to single is Dre, out. Is Draymond, is Draymond, Draymond a locker room lawyer? Yes, he is. Yes, okay. he is. Like, that's a great is, example of smart, charismatic, and basketball credibility. And it can go either way. And it could go either way, yep. All right. Uh, last one for you, Charlotte. What mm -hmm. backcourt duo has the best chemistry and why? It's a two-part question. I like this. I mean, does it have to? Uh, okay. Yeah, ten words. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, because they're the best ever. Wow. Okay. Because uh, rings there. matter, baby. The, but the best ever—that's the best backcourt ever, or best backcourt chemistry ever. Is that what you're saying? I think best backcourt ever. Wow. Bold words. Uh, Hey, uh, Walt Clyde Frazier and Earl Monroe on line one. They'd like to have a word. <laughs> uh, you know what's crazy? Uh, recency bias. Recency bias. Yeah. But good chemistry. Either way, good chemistry. Good, Great chemistry. I mean, that's a good pick in terms of those guys have incredible chemistry. Um, just a, I'm going to give you a hint when you play this game. 
Yeah. You could have said Steph and Clay. Ah. And then like <laughs> we, we, Steph, who? Who's Clay? Like we know you're burning, burning words, going full names on these people. I'm like, why? You, why is she doing this? This is well because I'm trying to count and think of smart things to say and do it all at the same time. Ten so, words or less, and you're right. And now I'm going to be better. All right, Stalin. last question Got for it. you. All right, Joseph Stalin. <laughs> What makes Goran Dragic such a beloved teammate? Oh, this is, I don't even have to think about this. Because he's an awesome human and is about the... <laughs> the ah! Ah! Two the, left! Only two is left! About the, the culture. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I promise I didn't get that from someone behind the glass yelling who may or may not be a Miami guy. Last name Benitez. <laughs> Danny, 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 who Danny. Said wow, Danny? you bailed him out. Who said Danny? No. You said Benitez, and his first name is Danny. I so. said may or may not be Benitez, and there are a lot of Benitezes in the Miami area. I'll just say that. Like, not, right. That's not a rare name. All right, you got bailed out. That's not fair, but... But, uh, yeah, Goran Dragic, man, like, First of all, he's like an incredible human being. I've known Goran Dragic since uh, literally his first day in the NBA. We scouted him in Phoenix. We brought him in for a secret workout. I had to smuggle him into the, the practice court, smuggle him out before any of the media people uh, could see who he was because he wasn't even supposed to be working out. He flew on a red eye from Slovenian national team training camp to do this workout for us and only us, and then we flew him back out. Um, and uh, we eventually had to make a deal on draft day to get him. We paid, I want to say, 500 grand and, and gave up two second round picks to move up to get him. Uh, and I, I was there when he got his driver's license, when he got his social security number, when, when he found no a place way. to live. Like, this was like my little brother. And like to watch him become an all star, an all NBA player, and, and truly be about the right things. He's mm-hmm. a great human being, but he's also about the culture. He grew up. In our uh, organization, watching Steve Nash, Grant Hill, uh, Amari Stoudemire, just a lot of great people, Boris Diaw, Jason Richardson, a lot of great pros uh, he got to watch and grow with and, and then go out in the world and make a name for himself and become a, a vet himself. And, and I see a lot of those qualities from the guys that he was around propagated throughout his career. Well, that was the most heartwarming yeah, answer man. we've ever had on Word Count. There you go. And that's how you play the game. Get more heartwarming next time, Charlotte. Yeah, I'll try. I'm just out here not being able to, like, know how to say one guy, people's names without last name. Well said. Uh, All right, let's take done. a break. We'll we're come done. Back. Thanks for watching, Oddball. You can't even- Our green screen technology isn't very good. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 